Sam Hickman, and you're listening to Hyperlocal Celebrity, a woman. Uh, wait, who, who? Where are we? A podcast uh, by me, Sam Hickman, where I talk about my life and work as a freelance musician in the gig economy. Uh, I'm going through it. Okay, I'm going through it. I have never been more stressed in my entire fucking life, and it is all personal things that I will not be discussing on this podcast, which means that um, I have very little else going on. I hate it. I hate it. So there's like the Ina Garten um, phrase where she's like, never complicate your personal life, only complicate your professional life. And I feel like I've successfully lived through that for like almost a decade and now I'm just like oh oh no I hate this I'm just like having to having to be like a like a grown-up and do a thing um I will tell you all about the thing uh, once the thing is done um if you know me in, in real life you know exactly what I'm talking about my wild personal personal life at the moment um but let's Let's just recap. Let's review. Let's reconvene. What's been going on since uh, two weeks ago? What did you do this week? Okay, so um, I try to beyond burger. Um, okay, so Cozy Club. You know Cozy Club. It's like a small chain. They have one in London. They have one in Bath. They have one here in sunny, beautiful Cardiff. They have a Beyond Burger, which is like the the meatless meat looking burger thing. You know, it's like a fake burger that they're like, look, it's made out of possibly corn. It's basically corn, but I tried it and it was really good. Um, I'm really not, (laughs) I'm not in the mood to podcast. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it because, um, because I have to. Um, but yeah, it was great. Would recommend. Um, and yeah, I, I, my, like last Tuesday, my mother came down. I ended up, I ended up crying in my car for five minutes on Monday after a thing. So, um, my mother was like, I'm going to come and see you on Tuesday. So she came down, um, and I realized we have the exact same haircut and the exact same handbag. And I was like, okay, so I am my mother. Great. Great. Um, I've just been really fucking depressed for the last two weeks. Like, just really fucking stressed, really fucking depressed. Um, and I'm... Don't worry, everyone. I'm talking about it with people in my lives, and, and I will get through this. But, like, I'm just like, ugh. 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 God. I hate this. Like, I... Ugh. Ugh. Like, trying to find solutions for this issue and having to, like, uh, do all the, the things and talk to experts and professionals and, ugh, it's 
It's been a nightmare. Anyway, anyway, it's not like a medical thing. It's like a personal thing. <laughs> Don't worry. It's it's definitely a definitely a Sam has very few problems situation. Anyway, so um, my dear sweet friend Deray, um, dear sweet friend, I mean like fun casual acquaintance who um who who we know. Um, so she runs the uh, where I'm coming from. Open mic So it's a um, BME or BAME Yeah I know acronyms Um, Open mic Um, And so they they have like An open mic I think it's like the first Sunday or the last Sunday Of every month Oh, I'm really not in a good position To do this today I'm just like I've been sneezing so much recently as well So I will probably sneeze halfway through this I am all over the place My voice is groggily I went to a party yesterday Where I um Oh here's the sad thing I didn't drink because I was driving Um but I'm exhausted I'm absolutely exhausted Anyway 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 So where I'm coming from is a BM BAME um open mic that happens on like the last Sunday of every month. They were doing their like two year like like anniversary picnicy thing. They were doing as okay, okay. So they were doing like an open mic but in um Grange Gardens, which is like a like a park. It's just a small park. Um and Duray put on her Twitter, she was like, um our tech stuff has all been cancelled and we cannot find like a like an amp. Um, does anyone have anything? And I was like, hi, if you need it, you could use my busking stuff. Like, if, as a very last resort, you can use my busking stuff. But otherwise, like, keep looking. Um, and then she was like, oh, we cannot find anything. It is literally four days away. <laughs> can we use all your stuff? And I was like, of course. Um, and there was supposed to be a generator. And she was like, great. It's it's going to be a plug to a generator. And I was like, my teeny tiny Robo, uh, Roland mobile cube. It's like, like a teeny tiny, teeny tiny. It's more of a handbag than, a, than an amplifier. But when it's plugged in... It can do great work because I played like two hundred people wedding, two hundred persons weddings, two hundred and fifty years. There could be a hundred people in a room, and if just one of them has a Roland mobile cube, she can be heard over all of the rest. Anyway, 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 anyway. So um, I'm just I'm so distracted today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're gonna power through this. I'm gonna get through it I'm gonna tell my boring little stories and then it'll all be over and you can go back to whatever hobby you were doing anyway you can just sit in your car and be like huh Sam has a hard life um anyway so she was like there's gonna be a generator there's gonna be a generator you can plug it straight in it'll be fine I was like great wonderful it's like because because my little amp plugged in perfect a perfect thing I've done concerts with it I've had other people do concerts with it it's a stunning piece of equipment would recommend it was recommended by another harpist who I can't remember her name I think it's Caroline um on Twitter I think she's like harpist 1000 or something um she's a friend she's a friend um I almost bought a harp from one of her ex-students and then I didn't oh that was a story that was oh that's a fun story 
sidetrack. Um, so, uh, so when I was looking for a pedal harp, there was one in Cow Bridge that was like a Salvi 40, 40 string Salvi, you know, the small ones. Um, and I went to go try it and it was like clearly like had been sat in this man's spare room for like a very long time. Cause I was looking for a, a harp that I could fit in a Toyota Yaris. Hi, my problems are very weird. Like, honestly, the most relatable things you've ever seen because I didn't want to like get a new car and then also get a new harp because that's like a very expensive endeavor so I was like okay I'm gonna get like a small cheap pedal harp uh, that'll fit in my small cheap car um and so I went and tried this harp and it was like it was bad well it was it was a lovely lovely sound there was like some clicking in the pedals specifically i think it was the b pedal going from like a b flat to a b natural there was just this big like click um and like it was there was like it had a lovely sound it was a lovely sounding harp literally no strings like it had like about i i would say out of the 40 strings it maybe had about 15 it was it was it was incredible it was like oh you really didn't didn't even put a sock over this to make it you know make any of it last longer no never mind never mind it's fine um anyway so the I had a harp technician come and look at it be, before we bought it. Um, this was like truly two and a half years ago. Um, and the harp technician came all the way from Chepstow and he was like, I will just charge you like mileage. And it was like 80 pounds or something. And my mom was like, yeah, it's better to pay 80 pounds for a harp technician than um, 5,000 pounds for a harp that is garbage um and so like he came and looked at it and he was like yeah it would be like a thousand pounds to fix the the clicks that that are in here um and you'd also have to replace all of the strings because again this had like truly about three strings for the whole thing um and, and so we like sat down and i was like okay so i can probably like talk down this guy from like his insane offer of seven thousand pounds, and the harp technician was truly like, "Yeah, maybe this is like a three thousand pound harp." And I was like, mm, "Yeah, that's what I thought too." And the guy was like, "Hmm, so what do you think? Like seven? I could probably have it sold for seven. And I was like, <laughs> "I need to leave now." And we just left. It was great. Um, anyway, anyway, so um, I didn't didn't end up buying that harp because it was a trap. Um, but if you did end up buying that. Poor, poor harp. I'm sorry. Ugh, my goodness. It was so damaged. Ugh. Like, like, aesthetically damaged. It was like, the, it clearly had been like a child's harp in a busy home and been like knocked around a bunch and then they like used nail varnish to cover it up and it's like, no, hun. Don't do that. You gotta match it properly if you're gonna do that. Ugh. Anyway, anyway. Anyway, so where I'm coming from. The open mic night. Not, um, my only hope. Um... So I um so I I'm like okay this will be great I can plug in my I can plug in my amp use my little microphone everything will be wonderful there's like a keyboard player that's coming I can plug her in as well it'll be great it'll sound great two days before the event Duray is like okay the um generator has canceled on us um and the because it's in a public park they don't let you have petrol generators you have to find a diesel generator and they couldn't find a diesel generator and I was like we can just use batteries and Duray was like wait we could have just used batteries this whole time and I was like yeah I mean I'll just I'll just bring a packet of batteries <laughs> you can just like we'll just use batteries so like I get there on the day on wait no 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 okay okay so I'm like 
this, this, this will work. This has got to work. I have busked with this amp for like five or six years or something ridiculous. Like I've plugged in vocal mics and my harp to it. Like it's, it's going to be fine. If in doubt, I can always sneak in, change the batteries halfway through and then sneak out again, you know? So anyway, so I am, um, so on Saturday, because it's, oh, oh, wait, okay, so there was, like, a Hey Mary on the Friday, uh, which was an absolute goddamn blast as, like, their pre-Pride Hey Mary, and it was a delight, um, and then on Saturday, it was the Big Queer Picnic, um, Sam, did you go to the parade? No, I didn't, I don't go to parades. I go to marches, and I go to protests. I don't go to parades. That's my, that's my energy, to be honest. That is my energy. Um... And we just have to all agree with that. So it was Cardiff Pride on the Saturday. Um, and I went to the Big Queer Picnic because um, we were performing. Um, and they're, they're like, okay, so I made the mistake of volunteering to drive things, which was really a terrible decision. So I, I get in my car at like 11 a.m. Because um, previous guest of the show, Ben Marriott, is like... Um, it's like, uh, since you're, oh, there's this whole, sh- there's this whole shenanigan with the gazebo situation, because it looked like it was going to rain literally until the day of. Um, and so we, <laughs> and so he's like, oh, would you go pick this, this gazebo up from, um, like somewhere in Cardiff and I'm like of course and so he like puts me in a group chat with this woman and this woman is like yeah we're in Bridge End and I'm like I'm not driving to Bridge End I'm like no it's too like this is a this event is two days away I'm not driving to Bridge End it's I like I, with my like with the the work that I have scheduled in and the things I have to do no <laughs> and so Ben because he like works in the valleys and stuff was like okay I will go and pick it up and it turned out to be in Barry. um so he goes and he picks up this gazebo um, and and he like has it in his car. He has all this stuff in his car and he's he's like, can you come? Can you come? Uh, can you come give me a lift to the to the to the picnic? And I'm like, sure, I'm a helpful person. And so I, <laughs> um, I start off late. So all of the roads in the city center are closed and I go all the way around, up and around Cardiff, like a true 20 minute drive. And and Ben is literally parked just off Cathedral Road. And the picnic is in Sophia Gardens, which is less than a mile away. <laughs> so I'm just like, I do this full 20 minute drive to just like, cause he's like, yeah, this is Punk Canna. If I, if I move, I will never find another parking space, which is like, the main issue with Punk Canna is it is a terrible place. So I'm driving around trying to find a parking space. I find a parking space. He's like, oh yeah, everything is in my car. We'll just unload it from my car into into your car. And then I'll just get in your car and we'll just go to the picnic. And I'm like, great. Um, <laughs> it takes all of it takes all of three minutes to do all of this. But I, it is the most stressful like morning I've I've ever had and I'm very hungover so I'm just sort of like getting through it um so we do that we drive the less than two minutes to the picnic um unload everything and I'm like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna go back now bye 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 everyone um and I just just 
drive home, drive home and change. Um, and I'm just like, oh no. Uh, anyway, anyway, so we we performed. It was great. It was a it was a fantastic day. It's a it was a huge picnic this year. So the big queer picnic is like the like counter event to Pride, the big weekend. Um, because corporations and lack of community and all that stuff. Um, you can go to li- listen to listen to Ben Merritt's episode, which is called um, "Go for the Kitchen." Um, but yeah, like it, it was. It's usually been like like twenty to fifty people in like a field, just just chatting and eating sandwiches. This year it was like three hundred, and it was just like, oh boy. Anyway, so they had like all of their speakers and things. And it all broke halfway through. And so our dear sweet friend, Jazz, Jazz Liddell, our sweet friend, Jazz Miller, I can't remember. I can't remember. Jazz, previous podcast guest. Everyone is a previous podcast guest because I don't have any more friends. Um, I'm going to get more friends on it. You're going to be like, wow, Sam has more than one friend. Um, so they like went home and got all of their busking stuff. Um, and they were just sort of using it and, and it was, it was fine. You could hear it if you were like in the first couple of rows. Um, and I was like, okay, their stuff is like the similar size to mine. So in theory, if I elevate it in Grange Gardens tomorrow for where I'm coming from, 20th, second birthday, second birthday, um, it should be fine. Yeah. That's my thought process. So I'm like, yeah, it'll be fine. So, Sunday comes around, um, and it is, like, very warm. It is a scorchingly warm day. It is incredible that I didn't get sunburned. That's essentially what we're, what we're saying here. Um, oh, and I'm wearing my grandmother's hat this whole time. I, li- I literally spent a weekend wearing my grandmother's hat, um, which is fashion now. It's fashion. Anyway, so I'm, I get there and I like set up and it's in the bandstand in Grange Gardens. And I have a fun, fun history of Grange Gardens bandstand. So if you ever go to Grange Gardens, it's in Grangetown. It's a, (laughs) they're building a pavilion there. The bandstand is actually the original bandstand that was in Roth Park when they used to do their like weekly like dances and things because they they used to have fun and radios didn't exist and tv didn't exist and they didn't have wi-fi so they used to have like weekly dances and promenades and things um and like full concerts like you can look up like a program that they did like years ago of, of like of like a concert that they did at Rose Park so anyway when they redeveloped Rose Park the bit where there's like the slopey bit after the lake so you know where the lake is and then there's like the thing and then there's that slope slope and then there's like a children's play area when they redid that they moved the bandstand that was there to Grangetown and that is where the bandstand in Grangetown is from yeah yeah anyway I got to tell at least three people my exciting knowledge of the the Rose Park Grand Bandstand that that lives in Grangetown and um, very pleased with myself with that. So anyway, um, we kind of like bungee cord it to the side of the my amp. We bungee cord my amp to the side of the railings. Um, change the batteries. It works great. Um, the only thing it didn't work for is the singer who like like we plugged everything in and then it just kept peaking. And I was like, maybe I need to turn everything down. Um, and so I turned everything down and she was just like, no, we're, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sing it a cappella. We're in a bandstand. It's a small park. It'll be fine. And it was great. Um, 
But I was just like, like, I was like trying to figure out why it was so like, it was just peaking the entire time. And I was like, oh, no. And and she was like, yeah, it's not plugged in. It's probably not getting the right amount of currents. And I was like, you're a very wise woman. Anyway, um, yeah, it, it went, it went well. And, um, now you know that you can use a, um, a small amp, um, to do an open mic, to do a poetry open mic. And then I went and saw my parents right after it. Ugh, my goodness. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, my parents, so we had like a family get together, an impromptu family get together. Um, my parents' neighborhood. So I, I went up there on Sunday, I stayed on Monday. Um, and then we came back on Tuesday and I, um, my parents' neighborhood is wild. Bearing in mind, I live in like the inner city, quote unquote. Like I live in in a in an urban suburb. No, what is it? Borough, a borough. That's um city city center adjacent. Um, and my neighborhood is fairly quiet a lot of the time. Their neighborhood is insane. It is in the middle of the countryside. It's like a small little like hamlet. And like, it was wild. Oh my goodness. Like, cause they're in like the, they're at like the top of a hill and there's like train tracks in the valley. Like these trains were so loud. <laughs> so every like 15 minutes to half an hour, you would just hear like a train just like going. <laughs> It's so bad. And then, like, their neighbor had Airbnb'd their gigantic house out um, to some people. And, like, he, their their neighbor had put in a bunch of speakers into their backyard and not, like, been like, huh, I should be considerate of my neighbors in case I leave Airbnb out my gigantic eight-bedroom house um, with a pool. And, um... And uh, they, the the people, the people renting the house for the weekend have a giant, massive party, and uh, yeah. So we were outside, <laughs> we were outside having a barbecue, and all we could hear was like this neighbor's party, just the loudest music ever, and like children screaming to go jump into the pool. It was a like bizarre experience in the middle of the countryside, <laughs> just like. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, oh fucking hot air balloon comes over the house. I'm like, what is this place? Like, I live I live in a terraced, like, house that's, like, a little tiny, that's, like, quite a big, like, like, courtyard at the back. And, um, I, I, we're pretty much silent the entire time. Like, the only thing, sometimes, sometimes I wake up to my neighbors talking, but that's at, like, I don't know, 11 a.m., and, and sometimes I hear children playing, but they're right across the, the way from me. And, and sometimes, most of the time, I just hear birds. Yeah, I know, it was, it was wild. It's like, this is the noisiest place I've ever been in. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah, that was, that was wild. Like, ugh, it was, it was great. I loved it. I loved it. Um, ugh. Um, oh, oh, aubergines. Aubergines. Oh, and then we'll get to our other aubergine-related content for the day. Oh, goodness. I'm really getting into it now. I'm I'm much more settled. I'm much more settled. I'm much more happy. Um, anyway, so apparently aubergines are hard to grow, and I have been growing them very successfully all summer long, and last summer as well. And apparently they are really difficult to grow. I know this because I said, like, there was an old man on the allotment, like, so he was like... 
he came in when I came in, and then like I came out as as he was coming up the path, and he was like, "That was quick," and I was like, "Just harboring my aubergines." Harboring my aubergines, and he was like, "Oh, you can grow aubergines. I can never grow aubergines." And I was like, "They're not hard. They're they're not. You just treat them like tomatoes." Ugh. Anyway, 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 anyway. So, yeah, I like like apparently they are very difficult to grow, and I have had no issues growing them. Which um, I don't know. I don't know. Here's how you grow aubergines. You basically treat them like they're a tomato or a citrus plant. That's it. If you can if you can grow citrus or you can grow tomatoes, you could probably grow an aubergine. It's like a I don't know. You just you just start them off early in like January or February and then you just pot them out a little bit later in like May. Um and that's how you grow an aubergine. They're small. They start off small, they don't get very big. That's it. That's it. That's that's an aubergine for you. Ta-da. They're not hard. Um, you can do it in a greenhouse or you can do it outside. Um, I water mine kind of every two days. Because it's like, because you want it to like dry out in between because it's a Mediterranean plant. So you want to like water it hard, leave it. Water it hard, leave it. You know? Um, and that's how, that's how you grow aubergines. Um, I... I know. Anyway, anyway, cut to this week. I have to look at what I did this week. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Um, no, look, nothing. I did nothing this week. I went, I think I went busking once. I've had a horrible fucking life. I've had a really, I've had a really rough week. I've just been going to meetings and like, ugh, ugh, just like boring personal things. Um, I did, so I had, um, so I did a creative mornings event. Thank you. Thank you. But in the evening, thank you. And it was a panel discussion. Thank you. Um, so, uh, so the genesis of this is my dear sweet friend and yours, Christabel from, um, Hey Mary. Um, they were like, They've asked me, Melon has asked me, previous podcast guest Melon, I've really created a world, and if you go back, you'll understand everything that's happening, and you'll be able to do everyone's voices when I tell you what they're what they're saying, and you'll be like, I know, I can imagine that conversation. Um, so Melon um, asked Christabel to do a Creative Mornings talk, and he was like, I don't want to do that. Can we make it in the evening? And can we make it a panel? And I was like, of course. And and he was like, will you, will you be on my panel? And I was like, yes, friend. Of course I will. Because I love attention. Um, and then we also got Selena, our sweet friend, Selena. Everyone's a friend. Everyone's a friend. That's merch. Everyone's a friend. Um from aubergine you know aubergine yeah you know aubergine i don't need to explain it to you um and so we did like a panel um because it was meant to be like their pride thing or whatever their pride event creative morning but make it evenings pride event um how do i feel it went so um yeah there was like a like we were it, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work for some reason. Um, just like like more emotional labor than like actual work work. Um, like in reality, we could have just like all come with notes on the night and then just put the slides that we wanted to talk about, and that would have been it. Uh, that 
could have been it. But never mind. It was a complicated rigmarole for many months. Ugh. 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 I'm so tired. I might have a nap after this. I might have a nap after this. I didn't get to bed, like, to sleep until, like, one. I don't know why. I was just, like, lying in bed, like, I didn't <laughs> Nothing but stress. <laughs> Nothing but stress. Do, 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 do. I'm doing a shoulder dance. Do, 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 do. Anyway. Anyway, 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 anyway. Okay, so we get to the <laughs> we get to the panel and um Chris is like Will you please facilitate the panel? I'm I'm very anxious about this. And I was like, of course I will. And um, at this point, I have uh, truly had a full glass of wine. And then I have, I, I have a gin and tonic. And then I have a second gin and tonic as we start. So I am like meant to be facilitating this panel. And I am very drunk because I do not drink free, like often or like a lot and I did not have a big dinner so I'm just like like really drunk doing this panel like facilitating trying my best I'm doing an incredible job when the video comes out uh please don't watch it um but yeah I'm doing literally an incredible job um and it's just like <laughs> I'm just really drunk the whole time <laughs> I had a blast. Um, it was wonderful. I yelled at a bunch of people. I was very mean. Um, and I got to plug my one-woman show, Marge and the Moon, happening on the 10th of September. Um, yeah, and then the next day, I got, I got like, an email from Music and Hospitals that was like, hey, we've had a, a, a last-minute request for Saturday. Can you do it? And I had, funnily enough, I had a wedding cancel um, their booking for this Saturday. And I, and I got to swoop in and do that, so. Good for me. Good for me. And then I went to a party. <laughs> I just, I just go to parties now. <laughs> I just go to parties and very serious meetings. Um, yeah, so that was a delight. Oh, I also got an email this week about Marge and the Moon on the 10th of September. Marge and the Moon is happening on the 10th of September, and if you are an ally, the <laughs> friend, you will come. <laughs> Please, um, I I don't know why, but I I feel like I, I the the Facebook event went up and it was like fifteen people going and I was like I grossly under like overestimated the amount of friends I have I was like oh no and then I was like yeah it doesn't fucking matter like it it it'll be fine you're doing fine your parents are coming end of list like like. It'll be fine. Anyway, anyway, so, um, uh, I got an email from the Metro saying that I will be in the Metro, um, their section Wales to do, which apparently is a section. I believe it's like to do, and then it's like Wales, or it's like Wales, and then it's like a full stop or colon to do. I'm in there on the 6th of September. So if you know where I could get a Metro, because I don't know where I would get this free newspaper that um, I feel like I've only ever seen on trains uh, on the 6th of September. Let me know, because I'm in it. Look at me now. 6th of September. Anyway, um, yeah, I I um, shortened my heartboard as well this week, 
which was a delight. So um, it turns out I could just like cut off like a foot off of my harp board, you know, the boards in my car that go over my passenger seat so that it's one big thing. You, you know this, you know my life, you know my car is small and my harp is big. Um, yeah, so I, I cut off like, like, like a foot and a half off of the like tall end of it. And it turns out I could just pull them all back, put the passenger seat up, and then I can take friends places. Like, where has that been for the past two years? I've literally been, like, telling people, oh, I can't give you a lift, I'm sorry. I I can't get another person in my car. And all of this time, all of this time, I planned, I'd be patient, and then, um, yeah, it, it, it turns out, hey, hey, I've started saying this to myself, and I think you should start saying this to yourself. Good things come, wait, What is it? Good things take time. That's it. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's all it is. Uh, uh, Okay, so yesterday I also watched Legally Blonde the musical um, because I had... So I was... So I went to a potluck yesterday and I was like, I'm going to make a quiche and I'm going to bring an apple crumble because my parents' neighbor gave me a bunch of apples. So I'm going to make a crumble and I'm going to bring my famous courgette quiche, which apparently is a staple of my um, existence on this world. It's all I ever do. Oh, I also made plum jam this week from plums from my garden. So um, I'm a retired woman um, and, and that is my life now. Hi. How's it, how's it going? How's it, how's it going? You seen anything good? You doing anything nice? Oh my goodness. Anyway, anyway, so. So, so, where are we? What are we doing? What is my, what is my purpose here? Okay, so I made this, I have made this courgette and blue cheese quiche. It's a BBC Goods Foods recipe. It's really good. I have made it four times in the space of maybe three months. Um, and I feel like, like I I have honestly always made it, I wanna say for people, but also mainly for myself. So I made it, um, I made it like first, I think I just made it for myself and then I ate the whole thing. And then I made it for a hand in hand committee meeting and they ate the whole thing. Um, And then I made it for a women talking about Star Trek Voyager recording session. And I literally gave Kat the like half of this quiche I was like yeah you want you want some quiche to take home and she was like okay and I was like yeah just take half of the quiche like otherwise I'm just gonna eat this entire quiche by myself like just take the quiche take the quiche um yeah so I I made my I made my famous quiche I hope it becomes my famous quiche um I hope people are like, hey, did you make any of that quiche? Like, I hope that becomes the thing. Yeah? Yeah? Are we all going to agree that that becomes my thing? I become a quiche lady? Um, And I made my apple crumble and I was like, okay, I have two hours between now and when I have to, like, get ready and go for this party. Um, And I watched Legally Blonde the musical on YouTube. And it was, um, firstly, it was clearly shot in the mid-2000s because the quality is poor. Um, The video quality is very poor. Secondly, it is a goddamn fucking delight. Honestly, maybe it's better than the movie. I would recommend it. Legally Blonde the Musical is possibly, like, I I was texting Crash the entire time because I was like, 
I, I remember it being good, but I didn't remember it being this good. It's so good. Ugh. It's phenomenal. It is... Uh, it's it's not only, like, the best, like, adaptation of a film to a musical, but it's also just, like, a really good musical by itself. It's so good. Anyway, anyway, so I watched that um, and would recommend it. It was a delight. I was screaming at my TV in the middle of the afternoon just with sheer joy. Um, yeah, and that was... Um, and, that, and that was... That's what I did yesterday and for the last two weeks. It's been relatively nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. A lot of, um, a lot of other stuff, but I'm, I'm getting through it. I haven't, like, really been able to work. Like, last week, I just didn't get to, to go to work at all because, like, of all of this personal things, um, which, like, ugh, God, ugh, never mind. But, uh, yeah, it, it's been, it's been fine. It's been a little bit of a struggle, but I'm getting through it. Um, ooh, things I have to plug. I am at the St. Fagans Food Festival next Sunday, the 8th of September. Ugh. Ugh. I can't believe it's September already. I'm, um... Like, I... Okay, firstly, I have something to say to everyone out there who's like, it's September, it's fall now, it's autumn, I've put on a thick coat because it's cold in the morning, and I'm like, no, 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 I picked up my tea, and then I'm going to put it back down. Hold on. No. Let me tell you something, bitch. Mm-mm. That's a new podcast segment, let me tell you something, bitch. Um, okay. It becomes autumn when my winter depression kicks in. Okay? Okay. Which usually happens mid-November. Okay? Yeah, thanks. Also, we're technically just in late summer. We're in late summer until October, and then we're in early autumn. And then, then, winter really starts mid-December. Like, let's not kid ourselves that it's autumn already, because it's not. Because it's not. Because it's about to get a lot colder. Because that's how seasons work. That's how seasons work. Ugh, ugh, I hate these people who are like, it's autumn now. It's autumn. I put on a green, uh, I've, I've put on a on an orange jumper and it's autumn. I hate it. Absolutely hate it. It's not, it's not autumn. It's still late summer. There's a very clear difference. It doesn't sun, like the sunset isn't at 4 p.m. It's, it, it, it's a very clear difference. I don't wake up every morning with a, a deep sense of dread, like, th- for a different reason, but, like, I don't, it just, it's not a wave of grief that washes over me every night, you know? We're not there yet. It's not yet autumn. Um, wow. Oh, oh, so, uh, the St. Fagans Food Festival, I'm on at 11.30 in the morning on a Sunday on the 8th of September, and, um, they, I, I will talk about this in depth on the day, but I am... I am going to um, turn a goddamn look. Why? Okay, so I'm coming in my full gown and crown situation um, because Marge in the Moon is on the 10th, which is the Tuesday next week. Tuesday next week, not this week coming, the week after, on the 10th. Um, get, get your tickets, goddammit. Um, anyway, anyway, so... Um, 
so I was like, I'm going to just wear my full, like, Taylor Green extravaganza, like, green green swamp woman thing. Because I did a... I did a dress rehearsal this week for the show dress rehearsal is such a strong is such a strong term for me being like I'm gonna put on the gown and the crown and the shawl and I'm gonna get my harp out and I'm gonna play through this one woman show by myself in my office pretending there's an audience um yeah that's a dress rehearsal when you have a one woman show it's very sad um but I kind of like I did it all and I was like you know what this is not too difficult like like it's it's quite like I will like Taylor Green is a genius. That's just like that's just facts. That's just science, okay? Um but like I don't know what witchcraft happened here, but this like look is kind of like it works so well when playing a harp. I will be wearing bike shorts because I have a feeling I'm on a stage and I don't want the people looking up my slit because there's like a slit in the gown. Get your mind out of the gutter. Um, and so like, I'm going to just have my black, my black bike shorts underneath. I'll be like, hi, <laughs> modesty. What is it? I have it. Um, yeah, but I was doing a run through and I was like, oh, this is, this is really easy. Like, to play in like I thought it was going to be a bit of a struggle but it's it's super super simple and it'll be quite easy to just take with me because it'll all fit in a suit carrier so um I'm gonna so for this food festival I'm literally like so it is an like a, a two-day event okay this is my strategy this is my strategy because it is a horizons event a bbc horizons event who i have previously cancelled on this on this very podcast um i know two things about it firstly they will hire a male photographer he will be bad all of these photos will be ugly that's just, this is just science. This is just what it is. Hi, welcome. You've had my opinions on male photographers in the past. We know. Um, secondly, secondly, they will take photos. They will use the photos of the people who turned the best look and looked the most impressive. If I show up in a full fucking gown and a crown headdress and I play the fucking harp, I'm going to garner a little bit of attention. I am now a stunt queen who is only focused on looks. That is all this is. That is all I have in this world. Because I, I see an opportunity here and I am fucking ready for it. Okay? My opportunity here is to turn this little look and take everything I have, take everything I am, take all that I have trained to be and just sort of make it mine. It's also not that much work as well. Like, I, I will be in a full face of makeup because, again, I don't trust their photographers. Um, never will, never have. Uh, never have, never will, never been photographed by them before, and I think it's going to be bad. Um, but I'm just like, yeah, the, I'm only doing that. I'm, it's the one thing I'm doing that day. Like, I'm not doing anything else. It's a Sunday. I will probably do the thing, come home, like, go to the allotment to water my aubergines, I guess. 
Like, there's nothing. There, I, it, it's nothing. Like, like, there's nothing else I have to do that day. So I'm just going to turn a fashion. I'm just going to turn a fashion. I'm going to do a look. I'm going to get some good fucking press about it. People are going to love it. And, um, yeah, I'm going to try not to swear. <laughs> that is what Sunday will be. Um, if you would like to hear me swear a lot, you can come to my one woman show, Marge in the Moon at the Moon on the 10th of September at 7 p.m. Doors are at seven. We start at 7.30 sharp. We will be done by 9.30, 10 at the very latest because it is a Tuesday. So um, yeah, that is it. I will see you there. I will also see you next week to discuss this little adventure that I'm going on at St. Fagan's Museum. Um, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. I feel much better now. I do. I feel much better. Thanks, everyone. Bye.